fix breakfast. You fix breakfast, and then we can work on the other things down the road when you become more comfortable with, oh, I can do this. Hello, and welcome to the EML radio series called True or False with Dr. TJ. This series is something I designed in order to address specifically nutrition, health, and wellness-related topics. Because look, EML Radio, we cover a lot of different topics out there, but I get so many questions from listeners on specific health-related topics that I wanted to be able to bring in professional advice to answer for you. So this is an awesome opportunity for all of you to ask questions directly and Dr. TJ and I will answer them together. So let me just tell you a little bit about Dr. TJ. He is the founder and clinical director of the Institute of Natural Health in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, He is a not only close personal friend of mine, but he is my personal functional medicine doctor. And the reason that I work with Dr. TJ, well, there's a lot of them. He's just a great guy, unbelievably intelligent human. And he is a step above any functional medicine practitioner I have ever worked with. Dr. TJ has a master's degree, two doctoral degrees, postdoctoral education, and years of clinical experience. So he has insight and intellect that is unparalleled in understanding human conditions and the natural treatments needed to help the body heal. He is the truest definition of a functional medicine practitioner with the education necessary to back up that claim. Dr. TJ also lectures all over the country to other physicians on topics that include things like general nutrition, reversing cardiovascular disease naturally, reversing diabetes naturally, comprehensive laboratory analysis and interpretation, and autoimmune disorders. So in a nutshell, Dr. TJ is the man. And if you want to be empowered to take control of your health and wellness and stop relying on medications and unnatural remedies, Dr. TJ is the guy for you. So we have this series that we created. And the greatest part about this is that you get direct access to Dr. TJ through this show by asking questions. How you do that is you go to evfats.com and on the homepage, you will see a place where you can actually voice record any question you want for us. You record that message, ask the question, and we will play it on this show and then answer it for you. Super excited about this new series. Hope you keep tuning in. This episode is brought to you by Copow. Brighter food, brighter life. At Copow, we allow you to treat yourself to not cooking. Incredibly colorful, powerful meals delivered directly to you that taste like you're dining out but at home. 
At Copal, we believe that colors taste better. We only use fresh, seasonal, colorful ingredients packed with all the good stuff so boring beige foods need not apply. It's nutrition that you can actually see. Nature provides incredible ingredients year-round. So if it's not in season, you're not going to find it in our food. So look, diets don't work. Food you want to eat does. Copal meals are perfectly balanced, craveably good, and help you eat right without you even knowing it. So whether you are looking to take a break from cooking just a few times per week, need business or lunchtime meals, or you're a busy family who needs a combination of meals for parents and kids, Copow has the perfect weekly meal plan for you. So just visit copow.com, that's C-O-P-O-W.com, and input your zip code to find out if Copow meals are delivered in your area. Copow, brighter food, brighter life. This episode is also sponsored by Optimal Nutraceuticals. So Optimal Nutraceuticals is a functional nutrition company with dietary supplements designed to help you create optimal health and wellness. So look, in over 12 years of fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle coaching, I have never been willing to promote or support or back any supplement company out there until now. And the reason is because Optimal Nutraceuticals was developed by my personal close friend and functional medicine doctor, Dr. TJ Williams. And these products, you guys, I take them personally because they have bioavailable ingredients, which means there's not a bunch of fillers. They have effective dosing and affordable prices for the quality of the product. So I recommend if you have your diet in place and you need that extra boost to make sure that you have optimal health and wellness, make sure you look at Optimal Nutraceuticals. You can find the link at evfats.com homepage. True or false, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. False. Ooh, I'm anxious to hear this. Yes, I, I, would, I would say false. It's okay. not the most important meal of the day. Um, for some individuals, yes, it's very important for them to um, have breakfast just because of whatever that person has going on with their physiology. But for the vast majority of people, what we think of as breakfast is not the most important meal of the day, especially if we're talking about what we consider standard breakfast foods, you know, toast, bagels. French toast, eggs, oh, yogurt, all of these things that like, these are high allergen foods mm-hmm. um, full of gluten. Eggs are a, a problem for a lot of people. They don't realize that until they actually do testing, you know, food sensitivity testing, but eggs are a very common um, food sensitivities that people have. Um, dairy is also another very high um, food sensitivity um, that people have. And then, you know, then we, we have all the cereals, all the grains. I mean, surely your listeners know enough now that you're not a huge grain fan of of all (laughs) the grains all the time. Yep. Um, occasional grains. Okay. I understand. But like having cereal, sugar cereal every day, like what in the world are we doing? Um, and I mean, let's 
like when we're talking about what like the foods that make up a typical breakfast. Like, I mean, I can't tell you how many food logs I'll look at where like, yeah, I eat really healthy. I'm like, well, write it down for me. And they tell me that they eat a banana and a bowl of oatmeal for breakfast. Yeah. I'm like, do you want to know what your blood sugar looks like after that? <laughs> right? And then you wonder why you're fucking tired and hungry by 10. Yes. <laughs> you just like consumed mass yes. quantities of and, sugar. And then you, you wash it down with that salad at lunch. And then at yeah. two o'clock, you're crashed out. Can't do anything. Can't think. Like, no, that's exactly it. So, so do you take issue more with the foods that comprise yeah. a breakfast, a typical breakfast, or yeah. the fact of eating breakfast? Um, I, I take issue with the foods more than anything. Um, when, when people ask me when we destroy basically all the foods that they eat for breakfast because they're sensitive to them, um, what they should eat, my standard answer is we'll make breakfast look like dinner. Mm-hmm. You eat the same things that you had at dinner. We only have breakfast food because we were marketed breakfast foods. Like that—that's just all there is to it. There, you know, a hundred years ago, two hundred years ago, people didn't wake up and think, "Oh, I have to eat this thing for whatever." No, you ate what you had. Right. If you had leftover meatloaf, you ate meatloaf if you were hungry. But you know, it used to be. If we go back even to my grandparents, I'll talk about my grandparents because I—I I, I knew them. Right. Right. Um, my grandma and grandpa had a farm when I was when I was small. Um, both sets of grandparents did, but one was the actual working farm. And my grandpa would get up at the crack of dawn, go out and and do the do the chores. And, you know, when when he's doing that, my grandma got up and would do whatever little chores that she did, and then she would cook breakfast. So my mm. grandpa got up, went out, was active, mm. did work for an hour, maybe two, depending yep. on the day or the, the temperature outside. And then came in and ate breakfast. Well, that's not what we're doing today. Right. Today, we wake up just barely enough time to maybe shower. For some of us, some people don't shower. But for, <laughs> for the most of us, we shower. We wake up in just enough time to shower, brush our teeth, grab a, a Pop-Tart, and hit the road. Yep. Like, we didn't actually have any time for our body to get up and, like, Okay, so let's start the day. Let's process. Let's get some water. Heaven forbid we have water. Let's get some water in our system. Mm-hmm. Get our liver to start functioning, right? From from doing its jobs while we're sleeping and then, you know, start our day with with a good high quality protein uh at a couple hours after we get up. I mean, I have breakfast every day, but it's not because I wake up and I eat breakfast first thing and run out the door right. because I'm late for everything. Nope. I wake up around between 5.30 and 6-ish, right? That's when I wake up. I, I finally, I, I do some things. I finally get out of bed around 6.30 or so. And I get my shower, get my kids up at 7. My kids don't even eat breakfast. They get up at 7 and play, right? I cook their breakfast. I eat around 7.30 to 8 o'clock. Just kind of depends on the day. Mm-hmm. Usually it's closer to 8. My kids don't actually eat breakfast until 8.30. So that yeah. my kids are even up from 7 until 8.30 yep. before they have breakfast. They're up for an hour and a half before they actually have breakfast. Yep. I'm up for at least an hour and a half before I have breakfast. If we're talking about eating breakfast that way, yeah, breakfast is really, really important because, you know, especially if we're eating high-quality protein, getting some vegetables in there, eating, making dinner as breakfast or making breakfast look like dinner or lunch, right? That's what we're, that, yes. 
in the respect that most people think of breakfast, no, you're better off skipping breakfast. Got it. And we do the very similar thing in my household. I'm up for actually right now, I'm usually up for about three hours before I have my first meal. And I go out and do some grounding, just get my bare feet on the earth. Sure. I do my meditation. I have a whole morning practice. It's not long, but it's intentional. And then I move my body a little bit. I don't do a hard workout, but I like go spin out on the bike or go walk my dogs. I drink probably about a 20 to 25 ounce glass of water, have a little apple cider vinegar, yep. 15 milliliters apple cider vinegar, get my digestive enzymes kicking up, ready to go. And then we eat something that was left over from the night before. And like if we've had steak or if we've had chicken, I throw it kind of into a hash with vegetables in the sure. morning. It's perfect. Um, not your typical breakfast foods. But delicious. But absolutely delicious. And then you actually feel satiated and have sustainable energy throughout the day instead of eating this mass load of carbohydrates first thing in the morning. Yep. And mo- mo- for most people that, that are eating the, a standard breakfast, the healthiest thing they're consuming at breakfast is their coffee. Wow. That's frightening. Uh-huh. It's crazy. It's usually the healthiest thing most people are consuming at their breakfast. So if we said that's that's considering that they're putting tons of creamer and sugar in it. Yeah. I'll even give them the creamer and sugar. It's probably still healthier <laughs> than the breakfast that you're eating. Well, I believe How sad it. is that? Yeah. It's not good. And then people can't quite figure out, like we've talked about in other episodes, like why they feel tired by the end of the day, why they can't manage the stress of all the things that they have to go out and do during the course of the day. Why they seem and, to get woken up or, or wake up, up at night before bed and then they're they're wired but tired. Yep. They can't figure it out. Yep. Well, Let's just think about the foods that we eat. Yeah. So, okay. So one thing I want to throw into this question too is what about, and I've seen this a lot over the years, is what about, it's particularly women that are like, I don't want to eat. Like I just am not hungry. So that feeling of never being hungry, right? Like I'm talking even after they've been up for two, three hours, they're like, they're still not hungry. And then like you just threw in, okay, well, then they just munch down a salad at about three o'clock in the afternoon. Right? Let's address that because I know that's a big issue, especially for weight loss. Sure. So pretty simple. Um, the human body is very, very good at not eating. It's really, really good at not eating. We can train ourselves to not eat pretty easily. We're built for that. It's easier to not eat than it is to overeat. Think about how bad you feel after you overindulge at a holiday meal or a special occasion. Like you overindulge, you eat, you're like, oh, I got to undo my top belt, my, my, my top button or my belt loop or whatever. You got to, you got to open up your pants because you've eaten so much that you're bloated and this and that. That's way easier to do or way harder to do because it, you're just like, okay, like, oh, now I feel bad. I'm this. And then you need to take a nap immediately. Whereas think about like you can wake up and not eat and make it till noon pretty easily. And mm-hmm. you do that a couple of days and then you're like, well, what's the point of eating breakfast? I don't need to eat breakfast again. Like, and then next thing you know, you're skipping lunch. And you're like, well, why have I, why would I eat? breakfast. I don't, I'm fine if I miss lunch. It's not that big of a deal. I can just eat dinner and be okay. And now here we are. We've affected physiology and the biology by restricting calories. And then the body starts freaking out. And then we start packing on weight and we're wondering why we're eating a quote unquote healthy dinner. 
and not overeating. And so not like, overeating. Man, I don't even eat all day long, right? How right. can I be gaining weight? How can I gain weight? We've mm-hmm. affected the biology. We've mm-hmm. affected the gut. We've screwed up everything. And now we have a problem. Yep. And in layman's terms, when I'm explaining that to people, I'm like, it's basically because your body, you're starving your body. Yes. Right? Even though like calorically, you may not be. We don't know that, right? But okay, you're starving your body of any nutrients. And when your body's in this survival mode, it's going to hold on to every ounce of fat that it has because it's like, fuck, you starve me all day long. What do you want me to do? You want me to release some of this fat? Right. No way. I'm going to hold on to every ounce of it because I never know when you're going to feed me again. That's exactly the concept. From a functional standpoint, it's just, it, and it's, it's, it's sustainable until it's not. As with everything with the human body, we're pretty resilient. We're, we will rob Peter to pay Paul. But when you're doing that, like, we, you don't know where you're robbing from, right? But some of these health issues that are due to, you know, your body trying to maintain homeostasis so it has to rob from one place to keep something else functioning, we can do that for a long time. And then all of a sudden we can't. And the problem is we want to blame the day before on all of our problems, not the decades of doing the wrong things that caused the problem. That's just not how. Unfortunately, that's not how we operate. So that, we'll wrap it up here, but that first meal of the day then, whether let's call it breakfast or uh, early lunch or whatever we call it, it should be after we've been up. First feeding. First feeding, right? And I guess we're breaking fast, right? Like you've been fasted overnight, right? Another way to refer to it um, is that it really needs to contain protein and healthy fat and very little carbohydrate. Pretty. Pretty straightforward. Pretty straightforward. Yep. it's, it's It's not a hard formula to to go by just be aware pay attention to what you're doing and if you like even if starting small if you're just fig- trying to figure out a place to start and you're like I don't know what to do with my diet start with breakfast mm-hmm. fix That's breakfast what I have people do. yep you fix breakfast and then we can work on the other things mm-hmm. down the road when you become more comfortable with oh I can do this yep and the way your body's going to feel from it too. This is beyond today's talk, but the neuroreceptors that we start turning on yep. with those nutrients that go in first thing in the day, the other meals are so much easier to adjust based on what we consume first thing. Correct. All right. Fair enough. Awesome. Yay. Thanks. You're welcome. Thank you. Yet another awesome, entertaining, and unbelievably informative episode with Dr. TJ. So here's what you need to do next. Go to evfats.com and record your question for a future episode. Record your question. We will play your recording on the show and we will answer it directly for you. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next time. 